Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Tuesday, January 16th, 2024, and today is our 250th devotional. And today we're looking at the foolish heart of Solomon. Um, again, we're looking, we've been uh, going over the different characters in the Bible, and we see that Solomon, he had two hearts. He had a heart we saw yesterday for God, and today we're going to look at his heart uh, that drew him away from God, what it was that drew his heart away from God. So uh, it says in 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 4, it says this, For it came to pass when Solomon could, was old that his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord God his God, as was the heart of David, his father. So we saw that Solomon started out right. He started out uh, in the right uh, way. He was following his dad's advice. Uh, he was seeking after wisdom, uh, and he was uh, building the temple. He was helping others follow after God. But what went so wrong? Well, I think the first thing that went wrong was uh, he didn't follow the law of God. Uh, we see uh, in Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 18, it says this, And it shall be when he, that's talking about the king, when he setteth upon, his, uh, upon the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write him a copy of this law in a book out of, out of that which is before the priest's and the priests, the Levites. So the, the kings were supposed to write out a, a, the law of God. So they had a copy of it ready to read and study and to remember and so that they could go back and know what God wanted from them. Uh, the law of God was supposed to be what guided them. And uh, that's something that we don't ever find that Solomon did. Uh, in fact, we find that he he just allowed others to do that for him. Uh, he had the priests there, but because he didn't write that out, because he didn't have it close at hand, uh, it was easy to forget uh, when the troubles came, when he had problems that came. So uh, he allowed other things to become uh, his God instead of the one true God. Uh, he allowed building projects to become his God. Uh, those were things that uh, they aren't bad in and of themselves, but uh, they were things that uh, just were distractions to him. Uh, he was trying to keep himself busy and occupied, and the building projects became uh, part of that. Uh, he attributed them to his wisdom, and instead of God, uh, that had given him the wisdom. So uh, the next thing you see that uh, he started uh, allowing uh, weapons to be sold, you might say. Uh, he would buy up uh, chariots out of Egypt and then sell them to the Hittites and the Syrians and, and make a profit off of it. And he was uh, currying favor with everyone. But if you know anything about your history there, those were the kingdoms that were their enemies. And so, uh, but he was trying to cater to them and he was trying to uh, curry favor with them. And that's where his wives came from was the Hittites 
the Syrians, the Egyptians, uh, just all these different kingdoms, uh, that he would marry uh, the king's daughters. And that's how this whole problem got started. And so he was, uh, was it wrong that uh, he was a businessman? Well, no, but the Bible clearly had stated that he wasn't supposed to accumulate horses and chariots. And that's something that he did as well. So, and then the last thing that we see uh, because of his business dealings, he married many wives. And as he got older, they turned his heart away from the Lord. And that was just uh, the thing that drew him away where he uh, started off great, but then he had a terrible ending and uh, he built houses to their gods. And it even says that he started sacrificing to their gods just to appease his wives. So what can we learn from, from Solomon here? What can we learn from this? Well, the first thing that I see is uh, we need to learn to delight ourselves in the law of the, of the Lord. And you might say, well, uh, didn't Christ do away with the law? No, he didn't do away with the law. He fulfilled the law. The law of God is something that's good uh, and it's proper in its place. It's to help us to understand, uh, for one, how to please God, uh, but also, two, how to get along with people around us. So the law of God is a very important thing. The Bible tells us in uh, Psalm chapter 1, verse 2, it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So the law of God is so important to us. The next thing that I see is we need to be careful about letting other things become gods in our lives, uh, even if they're good things. Oftentimes we will uh, not even recognize that something has become a god to us. And so we've got to be careful. We've got to be on guard uh, about what we allow to control our lives. And then thirdly, this is right along the same lines, we've got to be careful about who we allow into our lives because a person can become our God very quickly. They can pull us away from what God wants us to do. Uh, and, and one of the ironic things to me is that the Bible tells us that we're to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Uh, oftentimes, though, because those two laws are so close, we allow the second law to take over the first law. We allow our neighbor to, uh, we're more concerned about what they think. We're more concerned about their opinion. We're more concerned about making sure that they're happy than making sure that God is happy. So, um, and, and the world, Satan loves to use that tactic on us. We've got to be so careful about that. So I hope this is a help to us uh, moving forward this year. Uh, I hope this is a help to help us to focus on who do we serve? Who is our God? So let's not be like Solomon and, and have a divided heart here. So I hope that's a help. And until the next time, auf Wiedersehen. Thank you.